Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, November 7th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I am your host, Travis Karczewski. Got my brother, Truman. How's it going? And my other brother, Johnny. Yep. All three back in the studio, ready to record here. Uh, didn't record an episode on Tuesday because things just got a little chaotic with class registration and stuff like that. So we are coming back with you another episode today. Uh, well, yeah, we have at least two at floor hockey. I had uh, class registration, so we didn't really. We should have recorded earlier in the night, but we didn't, and we make we made a mistake. But we're gonna move on, and this is gonna be the best best episode we've had in a long time because we have a couple new things we want to try out. We got some football, some baseball, some basketball to talk about, and we're just gonna go through it all and get you a great show. So, ready to roll, boys? Yeah, ready. Let's go then. Let's go to NFL Week Ten. We're gonna do what we always do on Tuesdays. We're going to go game by game, give predictions on each game, uh, a little bit quicker than what we usually do because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about, but uh, still stay our line on each game. So let's start with Thursday's game: Chargers versus the Raiders in Oakland. Uh, Thursday night game, pretty good Thursday night matchup. Both teams coming off a win. Uh, the Raiders, you know, they've had a couple good wins here in a row. Chargers oh, had a, they haven't had good wins in a row. They had a good Chargers had a good win versus the Packers last week. So Raiders won one game. Yeah, a couple wins there in a row. Start stringing it in together. A row. This game, <laughs> this game in my mind, I think is going to prove one of these teams is going to be a playoff contender, and this game right here is going to prove which one. Yeah, I mean, what. I saw the Chargers obviously beat the Packers, beat up on them pretty good. Um, so I have I believe in the Chargers. I just think they've had some issues with injuries. They just fired their offense coordinator. They're an inconsistent team, but they're very, very talented. So I think the Chargers are the more talented team. But the Raiders are playing very good. I love John Gruden. Um, I'm a believer in what he's doing there. Uh, but I do like the Chargers to win this game Thursday night. John, where are you at? Chargers or Raiders? Chargers are going to win. I think they're more talented, and they had a rough start, and I don't think that really like shows how shows like a good idea of what they are. I think they're going to pick it up here. All right. And they've had some like when they played like the Steelers. I remember they had, like lost a lot of like <laughs> they lost like Mike Pouncey and uh, a lot of key guys, so that kind of held them back. But I think they're starting to figure it out now, get their like team identity. And they ran the. I didn't really watch your game, but were they running a pretty? The Chargers, yeah, they were running it pretty well. I mean, it's pretty easy to run versus the Packers. But, yeah, they've been running pretty well lately. So, you're on Chargers? Yeah, Chargers. I'm going to go Raiders. I think that the Raiders, you know, I think Derek Carr is quietly having one of his best seasons he's had in a long time, ever since he got his leg broken that one season. So, I'm going to go with the Raiders in this game. I'll be the lone dog on this one, and I'm going to pick the Oakland Raiders. Let's go to the next game, Sunday's game. Uh, we're going to pick – where is this at here? i got to pull this up. I lost it. Uh, Lions versus the Bears, 1 o'clock in Chicago. Both teams struggling right now. Both teams coming off a loss. Uh, the Bears, I mean, I don't see any hope for the Bears. This is a game they should win, but I'm still going to pick the Lions in this one because I like Matt Stafford, and I just don't trust the Bears because I think they suck. I'm, I'm with you on this one. I don't trust the Bears right now. I, nobody could possibly pick Mitch Trubisky in a game right now, especially a divisional game. It's a team that I think is better than their record says they are uh, with the Lions at 
uh, 3-4-1. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Lions here. I just will not pick the, the Bears until I see them put up at least somewhat of a decent offensive game because they've been absolutely terrible the past few weeks on offense. Uh, so I'm going to pick the Lions. Uh, another thing to watch, just the, the Bears defense is still very, very good, but they're not as good as last year. Uh, so they can't really rely on them as much. And Matthew Stafford, I feel like he's just going to have a nice day because uh, he's an underrated quarterback and he's having an underrated season. Um, so, But I'm going to pick the Lions uh, here against Chicago. I don't think it's not talked about enough. Cleo Max having a pretty mediocre season. I mean, you saw the video this week. You saw the kids' candy thing. So fans are starting to hate him a little bit. And then you look at the Raiders' side, which is why you got to take, you know, before you start dumping into who won a trade and who didn't, you got to look at what the draft picks turn out. And the Raiders, I mean, they got Josh Jacobs out of it, and he's basically, besides Derek Carr, the second biggest weapon on that offense. And Cleo Mack's not doing much for the Bears right now. He's not winning them games, and I think people just are a little bit too overhyped about Cleo Mack. He's still a good player, but he's just not doing what he usually does And with the Bears. I'm taking the Bears to win. Oh, well, so why is that? You can't possibly take Trubisky. Um, I just think they're due for a game. He's a good dude. Stay at home. Gut feeling? In Soldier Field. Definitely. Just gut feeling. Gut feeling. They're due for one. All right. And defense is, I mean, obviously their defense keep, pretty much keeps them somewhat there. So their offense, I mean, like at some point, has got to do something, right? Yeah. I mean, so you say that, but they have Trubisky, who's I think is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, Ravens-Bengals. Another, Johnny, we'll go turn that off. Oh, we're trying to go grab it. All right. We can deal with it. <laughs> we're going to go. Just turn it off. It's still a little loud. We're going to go ravens Bengals here. Another AFC North matchup for us. It's at the Bengals. Bengals are the only team that hasn't won a game yet in the NFL. 0-8. Ryan Finley is starting this game. He's a rookie out of NC State. Uh, I've always been a big Ryan Finley guy. I want to stake that right now. I think he's going to be actually do pretty well versus the Ravens. But also, you know, I'm kind of split here because Lamar Jackson, who's just coming off a fantastic win versus the Patriots, put themselves in potentially Super Bowl conversations. Uh, but I still, and I like Ryan Finley, but I still don't trust Zach Taylor yet to win an NFL game. A.J. Green might play. He may not play. Uh, but and I think that's going to be a huge factor, but I still think the Ravens are going to win this game because nobody has an answer for Ryan Finley. I mean, Lamar Jackson. You, you can't pick against the Ravens um, here at all. I, w- I would bet bet the house, kids, car on this game. The Ravens are coming off a huge win against the Patriots, and they're not going to fumble around and mess around with the Bengals. Uh, this is just going to be a tough game for a rookie quarterback. Uh, and I think the Ravens are going to blow them out of the water. I do kind of agree with you and say that uh, Ryan Finley might – I, I mean, I think he might do a good job for them. Um, they're getting, obviously, their number one offensive player back here soon. Uh, so I do think the Bengals have an opportunity to win a couple games this year. Uh, but this is not where they do that, and I think the Ravens blow them out. Yeah, so in- interesting thing about Asia Green. They say he's going to play, but he did not practice today again. So yeah. I'm not sure – What's going on there? And then he was also saying that the reason that's holding him back is his foot is swollen and it changes his range of or holds back his range of motion. Yeah. So I don't really. So we don't really know where he's at. It's not very convincing. No, that's just like a. 
and honestly, I don't really feel in that. Might as well sit out more. Yeah, honestly, I think season. if the Bengals were zero and eight, would he be playing? If the Bengals were zero and eight, would they be playing? Would he be playing? You mean if they were like good? If they were five hundred, would he be playing? Yes, exactly. I think it's a mental thing. But I think the Ravens won too. Yeah. Way, so. Okay. So there's not much explanation for it. It's just Ravens are better. Yeah. Big win. All right, so we're on Ravens. Be closer than you think. I don't know if it'll be a blowout, but they'll win by. Like I 10. mean, Ryan Finley can sling the ball. Okay, All right, keep going. Ryan Finley can going. sling the you ball. Never even Ryan Finley until he started. Ryan Finley's been my guy since NC State. I've just sort of kept it on the down low because I knew he was going to be a low draft pick, but now he's he's got a shot, and it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I don't really think I didn't agree with them benching Andy Dalton, but I think it made sense now because you're 0 eight. So I'm going to go. With the hot hand and Ryan Finley here, see what he can do in this game. Let's go to the next game: Bills versus Browns. Uh, why are you shaking your head? It's the stupidest waste of twenty seconds that we've ever heard. Ryan Finley's my guy. Keep going. Ryan Finley's my guy. The I've been supporting Ryan Finley since NC State, right, this, and I think he's going to do a very, a very, very, very Browns, good Bills. job. I think the Browns can possibly, uh, you know, have a get-right game here, even though the Bills are very, very, very good this year. Um, it's at home in Cleveland. I'm waiting for the Browns to just show out with all the stars they have, and I think this could be a game where they win. Um, and, you know, Browns fans all over will say they're back. But I'm not going to go that far yet until they show me. Um, so I'm going to pick the Bills, even though it's on the road. The Bills are just playing good football right now. They look like a playoff team, and the Browns just look awful the past few weeks. So... I'm going to go with the Bills, but I feel like this might be a game where the Browns step up and win. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying that for the last couple of weeks, and I kept on taking the Browns yeah. the last two weeks I have. That's or, no, I did not take them for the Patriots the game before that. I yeah. Did. And they've just been proving me wrong. So I mean, I think we yeah. all took them versus the Broncos, right? Absolutely. Yeah, everyone did. I thought they were going to kill them. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't really understand what. I mean, that's just been the Browns season. I watched the game with Brian, my roommate from last year. He was on the show, and he was... He didn't have any words. It's not good. It was just ugly. But I think, yeah, I think the Browns are going to win. You think the Browns are going to win this game? Yep. See, we've been waiting for it, and I haven't seen it. And all I've seen so far is they've gotten worse as the season goes. They're getting Kareem Hunt back in this game. I just don't think the Bills are as good as um, I like the Bills. I like like, them, but they're not. I don't know. I don't think they match up well against the Browns. I I don't know why. I I said that about the Broncos last week, though, and I just – I mean the Browns haven't won at home yet. They haven't. They're on, they haven't won a game at home. Uh, the two wins came on the road. You know the Bills have a good defense, and I just think the whole yeah, franchise. Yeah, I mean, their defense is gonna. You know, I think the whole franchise right now is it's been crumbling for years, and I think it's slowly starting to just go. It's just done. What are you doing? Just keep going. You're gonna have to clean that up. Yeah, I know. Keep going. Keep going. All right, so I'm picking the Bills in this game because I don't want to pick for for the Browns because they made me look like an idiot versus the Broncos. So I think the Brown, I don't think the Bills are bad. I just don't think their their record reflects how good of a team they are. I mean, they've been playing teams really close and they're winning close games. I guess that's what their yeah big things been. So we'll see. But I think we'll the Browns see. are gonna win. I think it'll be a really close game. Yeah. We'll see how Josh Allen does. I haven't really watched him this year, so yeah. Baker shaved the mustache though. He's going clean shaven. Wow. I mean, that was a tough look after that game on Sunday. tried three of them, so maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, now. hopefully get some sort of a fresh start. OBJ's birthday was yesterday. Maybe get some a little more energy, but I don't know. I just don't trust the Browns, so I'm taking the Bills. Falcons Saints. Uh, Falcons are another team. High expectations coming into the season like the Browns, and they've just completely underperformed. I mean, they're 1-7. The Saints are 7-1. and one. 
It's at the Saints. It's in the Dome. I mean, I don't see any reason as to why the the Falcons will win this game, so I'm going Saints. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. The Saints are just a better team. Falcons are terrible. Divisional game, uh, so it might be a tad bit closer than you would think. Uh, but I think the Saints are just going to win this game, and that's that. I mean, there's not much to talk about. You think the Saints are going to win, Johnny? Yeah, I think the Saints are going to um, take the Saints. I'm just seeing something. Is Kamara for sure back? Yeah, he's back. Okay, yeah, I think that would be huge. I mean, the Falcons defense struggling. And mm-hmm. even with Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, they got all these weapons. Yeah, so we're all Atlanta's going to Saints. Not gonna, they, haven't, they don't even know what defense is, so... Yeah, so we're all going Saints here. There's a better team all around. All right, let's go to even a worse game. The Giants and the Jets, the Battle of New York. Combined three wins between both teams right now. Uh, Daniel Jones didn't look great versus the Cowboys. Sam Darnold looks like a complete trash heap. I mean, I don't even know why he's still trying it right now. He's been pretty bad the last couple of weeks. Uh, But still, the Jets, I mean, it's the Giants. Giants aren't that good. I'm going to take the Giants in this game, though, because I just don't trust the Jets at all. I think things are falling apart for them, too. Another team, high expectations coming into the season. Next thing you know, your quarterback's got mono. For God knows what reason he got it, and then the season just completely falls. And I think the Jets suck. And so I think Sam Darnold's rattled right now. I don't think he's going to bounce back, so I'm taking the Giants in this game. Who's, the, who's technically the home game? Jets, but I'm at the stadium. <coughs> um... I'm going to take the Jets. Still riding the Jets. Still going to ride the Jets. Still love Adam Gase. And I just think they're going to come up and win this game. Um, And that's that. They're both not good teams right now. But the Jets just need a game where they can hang their hat on. And I think this could be their game. I mean, you got to love what Adam Gase is doing. You know, he's coaching his team to a great record. He's developing Darnold really well. Can't fire every rookie yep. coach that's so, on our offseason. Exactly, my point. I mean, Gase, I isn't, say, like, Gase isn't a rookie coach, say, though. How can you say Gase is just like a good coach right now? Gase, ask Peyton Manning. Gase has been around the block. Ask Peyton, 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 Peyton Manning. Ask Jay Cutler. Adam Ga- Jay Peyton Cutler. Manning will say until he's blue in the face that Adam Gase is the best coach he's ever had. What's the, that show? And people just throw that comment out I mean, out I'd like bar. to see that quote. Uh, just look up Peyton Manning on Adam Gates. So, anyways, I'd like to see that uh, He's doing a really bad job right now. I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, I don't know why you have such I don't know. a love affair I mean, with Adam Gates. I mean, they do have some like it's not like they're they're limited, but they have just like they got Le'Veon. They have Le'Veon Bell, Robbie. They have some guys. They should be able it's to the most dysfunctional games. organization in sports. Well, I don't know what we mean. What he's supposed to do? He's got Sam Darnold. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's what? Got okay. What is Sam, What does Adam Gates offensively? Done wrong with the interception Sam Darnold's thrown. I mean, it's his job, though, to get Sam Darnold to the next level, and he hasn't done that. Sam Darnold has thrown interceptions that great Again, school quarterbacks would not It's throw. his job to elevate Sam Darnold. And, and Sam Darnold, it's Adam Gase's job to make sure Sam Darnold doesn't throw off his back foot. Yes, it is. Well, no. Let's get Le'Veon Bell going. It is. Okay games, but not it's, like- it's, it's Le'Veon Bell's, like... Sam Darnold hasn't done shit, so everybody just comes to the box okay, and just so takes know, that out. out. You have enough I think the problem is Sam Darnold. And if you don't see that, exactly, you're Exactly, but wrong. Sam, Sam Darnold has regressed this season. Yeah, he's gotten worse. He's That's gotten worse. Really what, 
what has Adam Gase done? To, like, you think Adam Gase went in there and said, throw off your back foot in a triple coverage where there's no, no receiver? No, but if you bring in a guru like Adam I mean, Gase, you you everybody... You Kitchens for Baker, are you just saying it's all... I don't, I don't completely blame Freddie Kitchens. I think Freddie Kitchens is wrong for his game management. I think he's wrong for his challenging. No, but, no, but Gase was brought in specifically to elevate Sam Darrell and take him to the next level, and he's gotten worse. Some of the blame is on Adam Gase. Yes, absolutely. Some of the blame is on Adam Gase. But some of the mistakes Sam Darnold's making, a grade school quarterback would not make. And uh, he didn't make those mistakes last year. Yeah, okay, one, Sam Darnold wasn't fantastic last year. He was better than he is now. Yeah, well, what do you, th- what do you think coaching is involved with him dropping back, throwing off his back foot, down the field into coverage, it's, and there's no receiver? You think yeah, that's Adam Gase's idea? No, but again, Adam Gase was brought in to do a specific job, and he has not done that. Got to get the box. What is? A, I just don't understand. Who name one quarter? Name one coach in the league who coached Luke Falk to to four victories. Yeah, that was a problem. But get it's Luke Falk's gone now. It's Sam Darnold. Okay, and it's obviously Sam Darnold's problem because he's not looked good at all. But it's a lot of and it's, it's different with Adam it's Gates. different with Cleveland because I'm not. I think Freddie Kitchens, just like Adam Gase, has his problems with the play calling and stuff like that. But the reason I just hate on Freddie Kitchens is because his challenges are stupid, his game management is dumb, his play calling is dumb. I don't think Adam Gase's play calling is dumb. I think that he. I've but watched only two Freddie Kitchens. Here, so I can't talk very much. Freddie Kitchens was brought in to just keep up what he was doing, and Adam Gase was brought in for one reason and one reason only. You can say other things, but this basically what he was brought in for was to make Sam Darnold better. Okay. He has not just, done just that. Just ask Jay Cutler and Peyton Manning. Okay, that's a completely different story now. Ask Jay Cutler and Peyton Manning and ask a, ask a healthy Ryan Tannehill. Okay. So, I mean, I just don't why you love Gase so much. He hasn't done anything in the NFL. Yeah, other than winning the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning. All right. Well, you could say that was that defense. <laughs> you could say that was that defense way more than it was Peyton Manning. Okay. That's totally true, actually. Well, it's the defense. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Okay. But he also, two years prior to that, led the Broncos to... One of the top offenses in the league I mean, with Peyton's a thirty-eight-year-old Peyton Manning after three neck surgeries. Peyton Manning's one of the smartest mm. quarterbacks. Okay, exactly. Why would Peyton Manning call him one of the smartest coaches he's ever been around? I thought he was the smartest coach. Look I'm up the look, quote. I'm looking up the quote. But let's move on right now. There's actually a story about Adam Gase that his wife had surgery in the morning and nobody expected him to be at practice. And he was and Peyton Manning said he showed up to practice and Adam Gase was there at two p.m talking to him about play calling right after his wife had a major surgery. That's a football guy. I mean, it doesn't make him a good coach for the Jets, but... I mean, it makes him a Super Bowl champion, so... What? Hold on a second. Uh, Jay Cutler's had his two best seasons under Adam Gase. Gase's team often... Gase's teams often rank near the bottom in points and yards, and he has never coached an offense that's finished higher so what than are you looking up? points. I thought we were looking up Peyton Manning quote. Well, John, no, we ain't moving on. We got to stick with this. We'll, no, we'll this, roll through this the rest. No, this is the problem right now because half the time you're going to go to Ryan Finley and Adam Gase. I mean, I'm looking for the quote right now where he said he's the best head coach he's ever worked with, coach he's ever worked with. I'm seeing why Jets, that. coach Adam Gase, Peyton Manning wanted to kill each other. Five stats that debunk Adam Gase's reputation. Peyton Manning says Adam Gase is a good fit for Sam Darnold. Obviously, he Peyton was wrong Manning there. Adam Gase. Peyton Manning on Adam Gase. I mean, we can get this done here, but we're going to fact check you. See, now we're just wasting time. Why don't you go on to the next game while I wait this on? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on then to the other game, which nobody really cares about. Cardinals-Buccaneers at Buccaneers. 
I mean, nobody's gonna watch this game. Uh, we're gonna. I'm take the Buccaneers though. Time's game map. One. Yeah, I won't be watching. One. Who the Cardinals? Buccaneers, Cardinals. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. All right, I'll take Cardinals. I'm taking the Bucks. You could you could coin flip this game. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was looking at these games earlier. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. But yeah, again, nobody's gonna watch this game, so. Uh, let's go to the last one o'clocker. Chiefs at Titans is uh, Pat Mahomes playing? Does anybody know? Uh, I heard he is, but I also heard he's not. Yeah, I know in fantasy he's projected points. Questionable. So, you know, so possibly playing. Chance. Either way, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs Maybe have the shown. Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll still take the Chiefs regardless. I mean, the Chiefs have shown. I mean, that look what they did last week. They can move yeah. the ball with Matt Moore. Like the Heat can run their offense. They still got Tyree Kill. Who's having a great season? Uh, so yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs here. Uh, Chiefs. I mean, I just don't trust the Titans. Uh, Tannehill doesn't have Adam Gase anymore, so he's just lost out there. So I'm just gonna go with uh, the Chiefs. Hold on one second. What was the stat? Johnny, thirty percent of the time on the shows to Ryan. Ryan Tannehill. Listen to the stat. Mark that up. Since Ryan Tannehill, his butt buddy Coward would have loved that. Since Ryan Tannehill has left Adam Gase, he is now leading the league in completion percentage and having the best passer rating of his career Let's so far. Let's cue up Jay Cutler's stats under Adam Gase. Okay, Jay Cutler is a good quarterback. You can say yourself, Jay Cutler has had one of the best arms in the NFL history. He just and doesn't he's care. One, he's one, he sucked. Yeah, what does what, what, <laughs> that mean? I don't think he, he just sucked. said Jay Cutler's a good quarterback. I mean, I think he's a move on. No. I mean, now it's gonna be now it's gonna be forty percent to Jay Cutler, Ryan yeah, Tannehill. I think Jay Cutler's a pretty good. I think he was a pretty okay. good quarterback right, in his that. time in the NFL. There's the credibility. I mean, we can look up Jay Cutler's accolades right now. I mean, he made multiple Pro Bowls. He was a great pass for a couple years. Yeah, he just doesn't care. That's his thing. Yeah, that's kind he of was a deal. decent passer. It's a big deal. He was a good passer. Kind of a huge he was a very good passer. You can't deny that. If you're, if you're drafting a quarterback. Johnny Manziel has a great arm. Oh, my gosh. Well, now we're going to pull all of Jay Cutler's <laughs> so stats. Uh, we're going to get into this. Uh, this is what we like, though. Ryan Mount yeah, had a fantastic arm. arm. Yeah, he, had, he was compared to Jay Cutler at college. Very nice spiral. Beautiful wow. spiral. Jay Cutler made Pro Bowls. Jay Cutler has over 5,000 passing attempts. Where's the yards he started, here? He was a franchise quarterback for the Bears. Exactly. He was a good quarterback, and he took them to the NFC Championship game. Okay, well, could we argue the same thing about the Broncos, that the Bears' defense yeah, took them? Right, I mean, we on. can argue this the same thing. Right? I mean, we're still waiting for Truman's quote here. Just move on from Jay Cutler. Let's move on now to Jay Cutler's former team, Miami Dolphins at the Colts. Brissett is questionable here with his knee strain. So if it's not Brissett, it's going to be Hoyer versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. Backups versus backups here. Uh, Dolphins are coming off a win. I mean, they look pretty decent, but now Preston Williams won on IR, who was Probably the only bright spot of that team. Yeah, he played too good. They gotta, they yeah, they got to put him on the IR. So, and then their running back got suspended. Uh, so, it's, the Dolphins are still falling apart. I don't trust the Dolphins to string together two wins. I mean, that would not be good for the tanking. So, I'm taking the Colts here, even if it is Hoyer. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts regardless of the quarterback. They have a better team, better defense. Yeah. Colts. Dolphins, though, they've Colts. been impressive. They show up to play every week so far, or these like, past couple weeks. They have, play. and you got to give them credit. Here it is. Manning, who will be surely inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame when he becomes eligible in 2021, has called Gase the smartest guy he knows. Smartest guy, not smartest coach. <laughs> 
keep going. I'll put the Colts for sure. I um, mean, I can say Josh Rosen is one of the smartest guys I know. It's you've never met Josh Rosen, Travis. Smartest guy. You've never met Travis. Smartest Josh, guy. Travis. That doesn't mean anything if you call somebody smart. He you said can... he's the smartest guy he's ever known. That doesn't mean All he's known that did, you said though. Setting. You said though he's the best coach. You said he's the best smartest coach he's ever. Guy I've ever you known. said best coach. We All can right, pull it up. Words up. Same words. Oh same thing. Oh my gosh, Trump. <laughs> The Adam Gase love affair will end when he is fired in about a couple weeks. So let's move on now to the Packers at the Panthers or at Lambeau. Uh, probably we're going to agree a little bit here, get back on the right track. Uh, both taking the Packers, Giants taking the Packers. Packers, right, Packers. Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Okay, so. Bounce back game. At home. At home. I don't think Kyle Allen's going to go into Lambeau. Speaking of Kyle Allen, I mean, Cam Newton was just put on the IR. Uh, for the rest of the season, which I think was a good move. I think it's a good idea to get rid of Cam, get Cam Newton away from football now. Let him focus on getting healthy. Let him focus on his mental stuff and just let him get healthy and just give Kyle on the ball for the rest of the season because he's been pretty good for him. Uh, but I still don't think he's going to go on the road in Lambeau, uh, especially where it just snowed and win a game. So that's my opinion on that. John, Rams versus Steelers. Giant Glad will be in attendance at this game. Yeah, we'll be at the game. We'll so if, you, if you're there and you see him, so, say hi. Yeah, say hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the Steelers are going to win. Of yeah. course, I'm going to be there. So. Uh, key uh, person out for the Rams, though, is Brandon Cooks. So that, that's going to help a lot. Yeah, that's going to hurt. And um, I think they're just going to be able to get good pressure on Goff. I mean, I don't think Goff is very well under pressure. Hopefully it's a little cold, you know, toughen him up a little bit. On the ground. Supposed to snow. Um, the key, well, the key matchup for that game though is going to be how Rudolph handles pressure with like Aaron Donald and all those guys. Going to have to quarterback it, but Jalen Ramsey's going to be playing good. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the key. I think that that side of the ball is where you're going to be. Where the yeah. question mark is for the game, how he plays and how he shows up. I think the defense can be their thing. I think I think it'll be a low scoring game. Um, I can very easily. See I'm that. thinking like a 17-14 type ball game, 21-17 something in there. Um, the the key, I mean, I truly believe that golf can't play in the cold, and I know it's Pittsburgh, I and I know it's gonna that. be some, I know it's gonna be forty degrees at least. Yeah, it's gonna be around. So it's gonna be terrible. I just feel like Cali Boy going out there is just gonna have a rough time. But I do think the uh, Rams have a lot of offense. They've been kind of getting a, or a lot of talent. I don't know why I said that. They have a lot of talent. They've been getting in their groove lately a little bit. Coming off a bye. Um, coming off a bye. Coming off a big win against Atlanta. Uh, so I think um, this is going to be an important game for both teams. The Rams have to win to stay alive in the NFC. The Steelers have to win to stay alive in the AFC. Uh, so it's going to be an important game. The Rams have more talent, but the Steelers have just been playing really complete football. Uh, and just for this, I think it's a toss-up game. And for the sake of Johnny, I'm going to pick the Steelers. Uh, but I think it's a toss-up game, and I can see either team winning this game. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Steelers too, because he picked the Packers, so I'm gonna take the Steelers. Um, and plus, Johnny, the reason for picking the Steelers. You're in the crowd. All right. You got a little blood in the stadium. Yeah, I'm defeated when I'm there. There so you go. Boom. That's Steelers. it right there. All right. Next game: Vikings at Cowboys. Sunday night game. Uh, Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Prime time in Dallas. Don't trust them taking the Cowboys. 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 I think they're. Really starting to get Zeke going. Yeah. It's All right. Easy pretty easy. It's yeah. in Dallas, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's so primetime Kirk easy. Cousins. Uh, so Seahawks 49ers Monday night game. Do the Seahawks upset the 49ers and take away their perfect record? In Seattle? No. In uh, 
San Francisco. I'm taking Seattle. I just, all right, all right with uh, Seattle too. I I just believe in Seattle. Um, I think they're really good. Uh, Russell Wilson is just fantastic. Um, he's in the MVP conversation. Pete Carroll's fantastic. I know Kyle Shanahan's you know getting talked about as coach of the year and all this stuff, but Pete Carroll's been doing it for a while and he's been doing it at a high level for a while. So I think the Seahawks have a formula. Uh, they must have a formula to beat the, the 49ers. They play the Seahawks twice. They haven't played them yet this season. Uh, so I think these are important games. Um, and I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. Um, I really do. I'm not a, I believe in the 49ers. I think they're a very good team, but I'm just not there yet. If they beat Seattle on Monday night, I might, I might get there. Yeah, I mean, I think they're just due for a loss, too. I'll be yeah. Seattle as well. And what 49ers have been making their money off of is just getting to the quarterback, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the big pressure. And they also – and they run the ball. Is, is Josh Gordon, he's good to go? Or what's I don't his? know where he's at. I don't, I don't know, know how that works. Done. I was going to say that could be – but I don't even know what – Yeah, what's going on with it. I don't know. I know he's not on IR, so, I mean, he could be ready to go. I don't know. But I just – yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks. Better quarterback. As you I said, like, he can be – he's mobile, and then 49ers run the ball a lot, and they have Bobby Wagner, Seattle does, who's – one of, if not the best linebacker in the NFL. Uh, so I'm taking Seattle. Let's all just all take Seattle here. We'll bring the 49ers down a little bit, come back to earth. All right. Here's our new segment. This is our new idea. We still don't have all the kinks worked out yet. We're going to maybe workshop some ideas for it. Uh, we're going to call this the touchdown challenge. So each week, what we're going to do is each one of us is going to pick a player outside of our favorite team. So Johnny can't do Steelers, we can't do Packers that we think is going to score a touchdown. It could be any player from any team, and it could be a quarterback who throws a touchdown. Um, and basically, if you can pick any player. And if your player does not score a touchdown, you have to do some sort of punishment on the next show. We aren't sure what the punishment is. Maybe we'll do some sort of Twitter poll to try to figure it out. We'll go week to week on it. I mean, obviously, we could have weeks where all three of us miss, or we could have weeks where all three of us hit. Uh, but, yeah. And, equal, and also, if you pick a quarterback to throw a touchdown and he doesn't, the punishment's going to be two times worse than what the regular thing is. Because most likely a quarterback you pick, like if Johnny picks Aaron Rodgers, most likely he's going to throw a touchdown. So we want to throw a little bit more on that to discourage that and go more skilled position type of players. And we'll do some, if you pick somebody that nobody would expect, let's say you pick, I don't know, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick this week. You say he's going to score a touchdown. Somebody who's unlikely to, uh, we'll add something to it. Uh, we'll figure it out as we go. Everybody got it? Yeah. I'll start. Truman, I'll start. Go ahead. This is locked in. As soon as you say the name, it's locked in. Okay. And, and you now, can't take others. Now, I'm, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Rushing or throwing? Can I have if he does either? No, we're not going to do it that way. Rushing or throwing? Oh, that's kind of... Okay. Oh. Because throwing... If you get a throwing one and you get that wrong, the punishment's going to be worse. Okay, then I'm going to take that back, apparently, because the rules were not clear. Yeah, you got to call it out. Um, so, Johnny, why don't you go? And oh, you want to think? My pick. I think Aaron Rodgers will throw one touchdown on Sunday. Okay, so you know the deal, then. If he doesn't, something bad. Yeah, I'm not... I have to agree about I'm not doing something... Okay, we'll figure it out on Twitter, but obviously you're not going to be... What do you think? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to... I mean, yeah, I think so. The Panthers? Yeah. 
Throw I think so. See a little screen pass in her, So I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett from the Seahawks. That's Monday night's game, so it's going to go right down to the wire. He's had six touchdowns this season. Russell Wilson's favorite target. Uh, I'm blocking in Tyler Lockett. Okay. I'm going to go with... We're locked in when you said. We should have called you Lamar, but we won't because we didn't know the rules. Um, I am going to go ahead and say that... Uh, Derek Carr will throw a touchdown tomorrow. Ooh, tomorrow so you're gonna go right. Thursday's game. Yep. You just want to be not? safe all weekend, or else yeah, and be... I just I don't know. So like I said, we're gonna with their car. We're gonna come up with four punishments, and or two or well, however many we come up with, two or three or four, and we'll put it on Twitter poll each week, and whatever one votes wins. Okay. All right, we will all agree to four pun the four punishments. Won't be anything like shave your head like Dylan Frederick or anything crazy like that. Or anything that could cause us death or permanently scar us. Just nice, simple, fun punishment that yeah. we won't like. All right? So Aaron Rodgers will throw for Johnny. Uh, Derek Carr will throw for Truman. He'll throw a touchdown. And Tyler Lockett will catch a touchdown or rush for a touchdown with Seattle. Yeah, I like my chances. All right. I like my chances too. Do you like your chances? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what it is. It's locked it's in now. Yes, how I can pick Lamar Jackson. You can pick Lamar Jackson, but you got to say rushing or throwing. Yeah, I just will say I was thrown off, and then the only game You're I fine. thought of I was fucking Derek Carr. So. All right, let's talk real quick about college football. We haven't talked about college football that much this season, but the first playoff rankings came out yesterday. I'll read off the top six here. Uh, obviously, Ohio State's number one. LSU's number two, Alabama's number three, Penn State's number four. Two out of the four of our teams made it in. Uh, two Big Ten, two SEC two teams. Two out of the four of our teams. Two out of the three. Um, and then the five and six is Clemson and Georgia. And, you know, obviously rounds out Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma. We could go down the list, but we're not. The thought process behind this is obviously they want Clemson to get in. Because Ohio State plays Penn State. And LSU plays Alabama. They, that's going on this weekend, and then Ohio State-Penn State's in a couple more weeks. So obviously, two out of those four top four teams are going to have a loss. And Clemson's probably going to win out, so they're going to get moved up. And it looks like you're going to get probably two SEC teams in, in my opinion, with Georgia's right there. I mean, Georgia, Alabama, and LSU are all three from the SEC. I mean, it's clear that they still want an SEC team in. And then you're going to throw a Big Ten team in there, so you got to get the North viewership, and we'll see where else it goes from here. But what's the thoughts on this? I mean, they got it right, but it's just not going to stand yeah, I don't. Uh, at all. So it's like it's not really something to look at because LSU and Alabama play each other, and then Ohio State and Penn State play each other. Uh, I think the team to watch is number seven, Oregon. Uh, they're eight and one with their only loss coming in a very very close game with Auburn, um, and you know they they play in the Pac-12. It's favorable for them to win out if they're a thirteen and one conference champion, uh, Power Five conference champion with their only loss being to Auburn. Uh, I think they're a team to watch. I don't know how you would keep that out. I know the Pac-12 is a little bit, um, you know, a little bit of a lesser conference, but I don't know how you would keep them out. And uh, but like I said, it's just the top four. You're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to wait because yeah, yeah they got it right for this week, but it's not even gonna be close to that when um, 
I mean, I'd say a team even to watch out for is Baylor. Because I'm looking at this now. Baylor's 12th right now. And they got to play. They're undefeated. They got to play. They just. They got to play Oklahoma this week. Or next week. They play TCU this week. They got to play Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma, who's number nine right now. That's impressive. And then they got to play Texas. If they beat Texas and Oklahoma and went out and go undefeated, they're in. Yeah, I just. Okay, but then. What what, what do you mean, no? I just. If they if they handedly beat, but you're gonna Oklahoma. keep out a thirteen and one conference champion Oregon with their only loss. Being no, Oregon. I want to keep out. That's I don't the know, problem. I don't still want to take like LSU or something though. I know that's it, it's you'd want easy. to, but you couldn't. <sighs> yeah, that's tough. I would still take LSU or Alabama. Whoever loses, I I just it's gonna be real. Okay, so say Baylor wins out, all this crap. And then Oregon. Is wins there a out. shot two Big Ten teams get I'd in? Take Oregon or no? Or is it we just completely shutting that down? Who? No. Two Big Ten teams? No, it's not gonna happen. It's, uh, what about if Minnesota? Okay, this is not my talk about Minnesota. No, listen to me though. Listen, if I, this worked out this way, Ohio State goes undefeated, makes it to the Big Ten championship. Minnesota goes undefeated, makes it to the Big Ten championship. If Minnesota loses to Ohio State, is there any shot they would no, get into that? No. no. Um, what about if, what about their wins, what about their wins to this point eight wins? Okay, but we're saying but we're saying that they're going to get to the Big Ten undefeated. That's wins versus Iowa, Penn State, and Michigan, and Wisconsin. I just don't see it. That's four impressive wins right there. I don't see it. What about if Ohio State loses to Minnesota? Then, then, then once again, okay, you're key. You're. Putting in a twelve and one Minnesota who doesn't have an impressive okay, resume through eight games over a thirteen and one conference champion Oregon Ducks only lost to Auburn. But no, but you take you can't say they don't have an impressive schedule for going if they're twelve. So and far, one. so but far. No, they but no, but if they're I think twelve a and one, the way that a bit two Big Ten can sneak in is if Clemson somehow lost by some. If Clemson loses, miracle. They're back to like Lake Forest or something. But then there's no. I don't People really just it. forget about Oregon. I think right now. I really I'm not do. About Oregon, but I just because if they went out and win their conference, how are you keeping a thirteen and one conference champion out with the only loss in a close tight game against Auburn, who's the number nine or number ten 16. team in the country? They're sixteen. Mm-hmm. Auburn sixteen. Same. I mean, they're a it's top Auburn. twenty team. So, it's, uh, what about? No, I don't. I mean, I just it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna play out a little bit more. I think they set it up the way they wanted to set it up. I mean, these rankings were only in the last week. All right, give me, yeah. give predict it. My top four? Yeah. Uh, I think Ohio State wins out. I think they go. They're number one. Okay. And I get Bama or LSU. Who are you picking? I mean, that's that's, that's right there. It's just you're picking the matchup this weekend. And there's Tua. no Tua this weekend. Chances are. I mean. I thought too, after that was questionable. If, if what, what happens if Alabama loses to LSU, but then they went out and they win the SEC? I mean, you're going to put them in too. Alabama? Yeah, yeah, because now Alabama... But then Alabama would not be in the SEC. Because Alabama can just argue Tua wasn't 100%. No, all no, no. Stuff. If LSU wins, Alabama more than likely won't be in the SEC championship. And you're not going to put them in? If they went out the rest of the year? So if they're 12-1 and one and they... No, 11-1. They're going to argue the whole time that Tua wasn't healthy, that it was just this is a scratch game, it doesn't mean anything. I, okay, my, my predictions is going to be one Ohio State... Two Alabama, three Clemson, four Oregon. That's my simple prediction right now. The fourth team is the toughest spot. I mean, I tr- I just don't know. And then Georgia. I mean, if Georgia goes to the SEC championship game and beats Alabama or LSU, they're in. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's going to be two SEC teams in. In my I, mind, 
so tough because then you're keeping out Oregon. Okay, it's just like I don't yeah, know. So Clemson's not gonna lose. I yeah, Clemson. You're, keep, you're gonna keep out a Baylor that they're, you just said. Their next like couple games, they they play Wake Forest at home, and they're wearing what it, five. I mean, you you gotta bring Oklahoma into it too. I mean, they had a bad. They're in Ohio State's position a couple years ago. They had a bad loss, but if they beat or they beat Baylor, who's undefeated, and then let's pull up the rest of their schedule here. I'll say this: if I'm just gonna compare it back to Oregon, if. They both if they both went out, Oregon gets in over Oklahoma. Because um, Oregon's see. loss is much much better. I think we just got to see how it all plays out because like a lot of it's kind of like. I mean, a I feel like you don't like saying, but there is like an eye test to it. Like you just got to see how each team plays out. So Oklahoma will play. Ago. Yeah. You kind of have to just feel. It's weird. I don't know. You just get a feeling about certain. Teams. Oklahoma's gonna play. Hold on one second. Uh, is Georgia out? I, I don't know. No, because if Georgia goes to the SEC championship game, Oklahoma wins, plays Iowa State. That's what I mean. That's another. And then they play Baylor, which obviously be a huge game. Then they play TCU, and then they play Oklahoma State, who's ranked twenty third. So I mean, that's another ranked win right there if Oklahoma State continues to be in. So that's two wins versus a ranked team right there. I I think one of those teams being an undefeated Baylor team who would be a top ten team at that point. Someone's just gonna get. Um, someone's gonna get screwed first. Yeah. Of all. That just I, happens every week. I just think it's going to – that's my prediction for this this week, though. All right. Well, let's move on then. Johnny, you have more thoughts? No. Just the LSU-Alabama game is going to be big. I don't, yeah, it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really know who to root It's for just going to make it more confusing. I'm rooting for LSU. I'm just because Joe Burrow. I'm going to root for LSU, but, I, yeah, I'm obviously in, like, in terms of for, like, Penn State. It really doesn't play. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Matter. That's what I mean. Nothing's all. I'm just rooting for yeah. LSU. Yeah, I mean, you guys got focus. It's in Alabama, right? You guys got a big game this week, yeah. Yep. And we play Maryland. So, Big Ten primetime, 12 o'clock. Let's move on now to some baseball talk. But before that, guys, we got to talk to you about D's Home Cut. D's Home Cuts is the best place around Northeast Ohio to get a fresh haircut at a low price. Uh, D's Home Cuts, like I said, me, Truman, and Johnny have all been supporters of D's since the beginning, and he just continues to get better. His raffle just ended uh, last night. Dylan Frederick actually actually won the winning raffle ticket, uh, but every all of his proceeds, half of his proceeds, and all the raffle ticket money was donated to Susan G. Coleman's Cancer Foundation. So big shout out to Dom for that. That was really cool. Look for that again next October. He says he's going to be doing the same thing. But these home cuts continues to provide fresh haircuts, guys. Even if you didn't win the raffle, his haircuts are cheap enough to where you could easily buy one, and you're gonna look the best that you've ever looked, uh, ever coming out of a haircut. So go ahead and check him out on Instagram at these home cuts. Send him a DM and set up an appointment, and you will not be disappointed. These home cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. So baseball is over. Uh, Nationals obviously won the World Series. We are now in full swing off-season mode. We have a bunch of free agents here we want to talk about. We'll just go through the list, and anybody you guys want to talk about, anything that you know gets you a little interested, you give a little line about, we can do that. Uh, so I have some names here written down. There's some big names, but with baseball, the off-season, it's been the same the last couple of years where it's, Everybody looks at the market and says, you know, there's some huge names out there. My team needs to go out there and spend, 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 spend. And then next thing you know, we're coming to the end of December and barely anybody has been signed. And it's just a really slow moving market because teams, like we broke it down last year, 
Teams just don't want to spend that much anymore on free agents. They'd rather focus on growing their homegrown guys. And free agents just aren't worth what they used to be worth. Um, so some of the names, we'll start with the catcher position. Grandal, he's available. Probably the best catcher available. I mean, if you look down the list here, it really isn't much. There's a lot of veteran, solid catchers. But nobody has the bat that Grandal has. Yeah, I think Yasmani was huge for the Brewers this year. I think he was honestly... What kept them in it towards the end, I mean, I think he was the key piece to the Brewers this year, um, after Yelich went down especially. Uh, he's just fantastic behind the plate. He's a good defensive catcher, um, but his bat is just insane because a lot of the time you see with catchers is they're good defensively, and all you need offensively out of them is 240, 230. Um, you know, but Yasmani's different. Uh, he's, he can hit. Uh, he's a consistent hitter. Um, he He's something that he's a, a hitter you don't want to face if you're a pitcher. Uh, he's consistent. He's been doing it for a long time. I hope the Brewers kind of break the bank for him a little bit and bring him back. Uh, catcher position is also a little bit different. He developed a little bit of a relationship with the pitchers, and they get to know you, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, so I don't always like how the Brewers are shifting every year. So I want a little bit of consistency, and I hope he stays. Um, and like I said, he's just another great bat in the lineup. Yeah, I think he's going to get paid wherever he goes. Uh, next, we have first baseman. Uh, Jose Abreu is the biggest name here. He got a qualifying offer, which is basically, so they gave him the qualifying offer on the 4th. He's got 10 days to either accept that one-year deal or decline it so he can kind of search the market, see what's going on out there. So if I say a guy's a qualifying offer, that's what we're talking about. Uh, but Abreu obviously has been a huge part for the White Sox. Uh, he's one of the best bats in the league, most consistent, got a lot of power behind him. Uh, and I'm sure the White Sox would love to keep him around. But again, he is, I mean, he's on the older side. He's 33 years old. And, you know, that's not, doesn't really fit, he doesn't really fit the puzzle for what the White Sox are trying to do right now, especially with trying to grow all their homegrown talent. I mean, they were trying to trade him at the deadline last year. So we'll see where that goes. Eric Thames. Yeah, it sucks. I love Eric Thames more than anything. I guess Bobblehead sitting front and center um, on my desk. But I think it was time to move on. Um, Brewers are just trying to get more consistent hitters. I feel like uh, they want a little bit. I think I think a lot of that was cap. Uh, he's getting paid a big contract. Um, so I think uh, a good move, but a sad move because he's a fan favorite. All right, let's go a little bit quicker he's, here. Uh, you guys are earning Gustavus, right? Uh, I mean, he's a free agent. He's I hope they bring him back. Yeah, but. All right, um, let me see you down on the second base. Jason Kipnis, obviously. I mean, another one, same thing with Thames. He's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. Francona is obsessed with Jason Kipnis. He'll do anything to get Kipnis into the Play lineup. Play him in the outfield? Play him in the outfield in the World Series. Center field World I Series. I still don't get that. No, me either. I mean, I got I could go on for hours about Jason Kipnis. And, like, obviously, he could have played Mercado back then, right? No, that or was no. – Mercado we got uh, in a trade – Last offseason. That's right. Now, who was it, though? You had someone... I mean, I can't remember. It was, I remember uh, someone I was like, oh, you should have... I don't think Zimmer was around. I thought it was Zimmer. Maybe it was Yeah, Zimmer. it was, I think. I can't remember. That was remember. two years ago. Yeah. I can't remember, though. He got right. hurt, though. Yeah, no, I think it was Zimmer, but he was a rookie that year, which I mean, you're going to start... That's I just remember he was a rookie. Yeah. But anyways, Kipnis, I think you got to let him go. Obviously, the Indians did that. Uh, it's going to suck, but... Kind of move on, I think. Yeah. And they got, I mean, they got Christian Aurora, which people don't like because he, when his limited time in the majors with the Rays, he was trash. 
but he lights it up in AAA. Now, he only got a few games with the Rays, and he's a big-time prospect. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, John, I'm trying to look for some Pirates guys here. I'm not seeing any so far, but we'll definitely highlight them if we see them. Rendon, third base, probably the biggest free agent out there right now. A huge part of what the uh, Nationals did. They gave him a qualifying offer. I'm not sure he'll accept, though, because I think he's going to get paid a lot. If I was Nationals, I'd do everything I could to keep him. But, you know, obviously he's going to get paid a lot, and I don't know. But I think you obviously need to keep him because he's one of the best players in baseball. Uh, Josh Donaldson had a bounce-back season with the uh, Braves. You got another qualifying offer. Again, don't think he'll accept that because I think his qualifying offer was like under a million dollars. And it was like 600 k or something like that. Just piss poor money and MLB standards. And he had a good season last year. So he's going to get paid some work because he'll be a nice little addition. Then there's Moustakis. Uh, Didi Gregorius, shortstop again for the Yankees. Big name. Probably will fill a hole somewhere. I think he'll get paid. Uh, Jordy Mercer, John. <laughs> Jordy Mercer. Yeah. Uh, Azunia for the Cardinals. Got a qualifying offer as well. Good name out there. Um, let me see here. Puig. I, I would love the Indians to bring pre back. But I just don't think it's gonna happen. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a money guy. Yeah, but he doesn't produce enough to get paid like top tier money. But he'll find it somewhere. Somebody, I mean, he's a big locker room guy too. Uh, Castellanos, I mean, is one of the most interesting names I'd say. You know, he's gonna get paid a decent amount. You know, the rumor around him around the deadline was he's just not the type of guy you want on your team. He's just not a good defender, and his bat is okay. But the Cubs took a chance on him, and he lit it up for the Cubs in his limited time there. He's only 28 years old, so he's young relative to most of the other free agents on this list, especially with the right fielders. Um, I mean, he's obviously, I think he's the best name out there right now. So, I, I mean, Lynch isn't all, John. He just, I, the Pirates, like, you can name, it does, it's like, they, I don't know, if we didn't, did we even talk about the Pirates? No. At all? So they fired the GM, the Huntington. I think we did. We talk. I feel like we did. I don't remember. But so, yeah, yeah, they're, they're cleaning them. house. They're cleaning. They're just a no. Like I don't. There's no reason to even name names on the roster because they don't even know who's running the team uh, for the next however many years. This guy, the next guy, last. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I gotta look forward to next year's Brian Reynolds who's outfielder. That? You didn't hear prospect. No, we put him out. He like led the. Uh, Brian Reynolds. You know who he is. No. That's disappointing. That just shows how bad the Pirates are. Okay. Like, I just, he played left field, remember? He, he was like under... A white guy? Yes. Yeah. Mustache. A little... Can I show you a picture? Yeah, show me a picture of him. 50%. He uh, led... He, at one point, he had like... I think he led in batting average for rookies. I don't, I'm going to have to see a picture of him. But uh, we'll move on here. He was a dark horse for rookie of the year. When did he come up? Last year. No, what, like, was it late in the season? He came no, up? early, like, not early, uh, I want to say, like, May. Uh, you're going to have to show me a picture of him. Uh, designated hitters, obviously a little bit of pop here. Hunter Pence, Encarnacion, older guys. You have to remember me talking. I can't believe you don't know Okay, I know what you're talking. I don't, I know, it's, I don't know, Brian Reynolds, sure, John. We'll keep watch on that name. Uh, starting pitchers. Uh, it's actually a pretty decent market this year for starting pitchers. Obviously, Garrett Cole's the biggest name. Strasburg's a big name. Wheeler, Ordorizzi, and Bumgarner. All five of those guys received qualifying offers. I don't think 
any of them will accept because they are all going to get paid. And then Ryu or whatever for the Dodgers. He batted 314 last year. Okay. okay. We're just starting out there. What was the record for the Pirates? Um, all right, moving on now. Uh, Ryu, again, he had you know a Cy Young cap candidate season. But still, I mean, Cole Strasburg are the two big names. Wheeler's obviously a good name. Baumgartner's going to be there. I know Brewers are going to be looking at a couple pieces here. I mean, which which one of these six you think is the most likely? I I mean, obviously, I love Garrett Cole, but he just is going to take a an extreme amount of money somewhere. Um, you know, probably with New York. I'm going to guess. Oh, Garrett uh, Cole. Yeah. Wish Pirates had him one day. Go get him. I like Madison Bumgarner. Um, I just feel like he's an he's older, uh, but he's still good. You know, he's injured on and off the past couple of years. Uh, Motorcycle. I, he's gonna command a little bit yeah. of money, but I, the Brewers have a good cap situation this year. The playoffs. They're an underrated cap situation. Um, they're you know they're good finally. Usually they're way down, uh, but they have a little money to spend, and I finally want them to get some pitching, or I'm gonna do some bad stuff to that front office and that organization. Uh, so go get a pitcher. Yeah, I like I, Madison Bumgarner. You guys can come like the Pirates clean house like we are. All a disaster over there. It's going to be a couple no, years it's here. It's a get right here. Yeah, get right here, right? Someone to start saying. Just a reload season. It's just re- reloading everyone. Like literally everyone's getting reloaded. It's kind of cool. All right, so there's some pretty good. I'll probably trade Marte this year, so don't be surprised. Yeah, yeah once we trade Josh Bell, that'd be funny too. Uh, pretty I can't good. even buy a Pirates jersey because I don't know who to buy because I don't know like what. Go get a Clemente jersey. That's what I'm thinking. I was talking Classic. Because I don't know who I would get because like you can't. McCutcheon would be cool. I already have McCutcheon. Oh, that's right. That was the only Pirates jersey I've ever had. I don't know, John. That's going to be a conundrum you have to think about. Uh, relief pitching market was ended up here. Uh, some good names. I mean, Will Smith's the biggest. He got a qualifying offer from the uh, Giants. Joe Smith still out there. Fernando Rodney, uh, Jeremy Jeffries, Truman's guy. You know, it was just the pretty basic. Brad Brock was an All Star this year. Sergio Romo, a little bit on the older side, but he's Larry out there. Lariano, Batances. Uh, just going through, see if there's any more names that stick out to me. Greg Holland. There's no names. Sorry, move on. Uh, just your basic run of the mill stuff, but obviously Will Smith's a pretty big name. Uh, and a couple other guys. So there's there's players out there. If you want your team to get better, there's names out there this season at every single position to get better. But again, once you get rid of the big names, the Coles, the Strasburgs, the Rendones, uh, these type of the Grandals, once those guys fall, it's going to quiet down very well, quickly. Rendon's insane. He's going to be. He's so good. He's going to get paid. He is. So he deserves that. He, he deserves is. Bryce Harper. I don't, that's the problem with him, though. Or I guess it's a good thing is I don't think he's he deserves Bryce Harper money, but I don't think he will care if he gets it or he's not. Like Trout. Yeah. He's very um. Yeah, he is. There's just a big fight. Big fight me. about Trout. Remember how Travis thought Trout was a piece of shit for wanting to stay with that's the not Angels. What I, said. I don't see anything with that. No, me, Brian, we're on. Okay, that's another time. It was I'm a big fight. A, it's another. It's an off-show topic to discuss because we discuss it a lot on the show. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, and there I was wasn't. I was just referring to Trout like being a nice, like nice guy. I don't know. Why. Yeah, he is a nice guy. Thank you. But so I don't keep know what that's We'll talk about it. I was just though. saying like that's how he acts. That's how he carries it's himself. It's a sore subject. It's a sore subject. Okay, I can tell. Just I don't know. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, oh, I quick. Won't bring it up again. Quick little update: Danny Salazar 
you know, for our Indians listeners, he was released from the Indians. I guess they asked him to start um, for designate him for assignment. That's what they're going to do. But he decided to just take the outright release. Now he's a free agent. So former All Star a couple years ago. Oh, that's crazy. Obviously, he hasn't had it the last couple years. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, most I'd say ninety percent of our listeners are Indians fans, so they kind of want to hear about what's going on with the Indians. So that's why I'm just bringing this up. Salazar's gone. He's done. Uh, and we'll see what happens with him where he ends up. But other than that, we were going to talk a little basketball, but I just don't think we have time today because we're at 55 minutes. Them uh, Lakers, looking nice. Them Bucks, Sixers, nice. Sixers too. Sixers too, yeah. Sixers just had their first loss the other day. LeBron's playing. LeBron's starting to remind everyone who's the best in the league is. He had triple-double last night, so... Where's the purple and gold? Oh, you, oh, Giants wearing a Lakers jersey right now as we're talking. So actually, this is a Steelers shirt. You're wearing a Lakers so. jersey right now. I mean, you can't see it, but we can see it. So Steelers shirt. That's it for our show today. We thank you for listening. Shout out these home cuts. He's the best. Will always be the best place to get your haircut around here. Uh, episodes every Tuesday, every Thursday, guys. From here on out, follow us on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk One Two. Send us questions, comments, concerns. If you want to be a guest, send us a DM, and we will definitely reply as quick as, as possible. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, other Anchor, all these other places. Give us a five-star rating, review, and subscribe so you do not miss a single episode. Uh, Instagram? Getting there. Getting there on the Instagram. Like every day, we're just getting there on the Instagram, working on it. But that's it for our show today. Again, we're going to watch the touchdown challenge. Johnny, Aaron Rodgers, yep. throwing. Truman, Derek Carr throwing, and me, Tyler Lockett. If they don't watch our poll on Twitter, we're going to give out some sort of punishment to whoever, or even if it's all of us. Can we make a rule where if you pick a player, you can't pick him again? You want to? I think that makes it interesting, because then I can just pick Aaron Rodgers every week. All right. All right. It's ruled then. Giant Mason's rule. That's a good idea, actually. I can keep on thinking of these kind of ideas. Because then, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But also, you could, like, if you pick, no, I guess. I don't know. I would say no, you pick McCaffrey each week. Like, there's going to eventually be a week you don't run out. Keep going. We could do somewhere like if you pick a certain player each week, the punishment gets worse each week you go. No, that's dumb because then you don't know the criteria no, for that. We don't, we don't have a set punishment yet. No, I like Johnny's idea. Can't pick the same player twice. Move on. All right. So Truman wants to get out of here, it seems like. So let's end the show here. Have a great day, guys, and tune in on Tuesday. Go Packers.